Brooke, do you remember that time you thought it would be a good idea to drop thousands of dollars on an Airbnb for a couple of nights? And I was like, is this the best idea? We're award winners, Arisha. We deserve it. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking about the situation with Elon Musk, the Tesla CEO. He made... (laughs) A similar bid, <laughs> this time $40 billion, so a little higher, uh-huh. um, to buy Twitter. And a lot of people are like, what are you doing, Elon? Ugh, that's what I'm always saying to Elon. Yeah. He says he wants to boost free speech and democracy, but I'm going to be honest, it's kind of given Lex Luthor vibes. Yeah. And we all know the only person who should be giving Lex Luthor vibes ever is Michael Rosenbaum from Smallville, and I will die on this hill. Yeah. How's that restraining order going, by the way? <laughs> Um, Only one more year left on it, so... Oh, awesome. Pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Friday, April 15th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. He may be the richest man in the world, but apparently Elon Musk still doesn't have enough (laughs) because now he wants to buy Twitter and he's willing to cough up a wildly pretty price for the social media platform. He's made a bid of $43.4 billion to make Twitter all of his own. That's a very expensive dumpster fire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Um. So <laughs> Elon made the offer in a regulatory filing yesterday, and he also confirmed the bid in a public appearance at the TED conference in Vancouver later that day. And in an interview with Chris Anderson, who is one of the curators of the TED conferences, Elon explained why he made the bid, saying he feels it's extremely important to the future of civilization to have a public platform that is massively trusted and broadly inclusive. And obviously... 
he's the one that can make this happen. Of course. <sighs> Talk about delusions of grandeur. Like this white man. What are we talking about here? Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, he's apparently not happy with how Twitter is managing their content. They haven't shared their algorithm for sorting through which tweets are promoted, <laughs> which are demoted. And Elon thinks people should know how that's done, saying Twitter is missing out on its extraordinary potential to boost free speech and democracy around the world. Ugh. So in his interview <laughs> at the TED conference, Elon says that people need to feel like they can speak freely within the bounds of the law mm-hmm. and says it's very important for there to be an inclusive arena for free speech. He also explained how personal this is to him, saying, the truth matters to me a lot, sort of pathologically, it matters to me. Ew. And then he complains how Twitter has become the de facto town square and says he wants to increase people's trust in Twitter as a public platform. Is it that serious? I just feel like these are a lot of words for a robot to be able to say. (laughs) Well, he's got the best programming. I mean, yeah, with that kind of money, he's got to. It's just like, it's Twitter. It does. It's not. It's not that serious. Like I, I see tweets that are like ate bread today, and it's got like fifteen thousand likes. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> With no hashtags. Yeah. My thing is, you have this kind of money. Why don't you just start your own Twitter? Like, <sighs> I mean, that's. Let's be honest. We're gonna head that way if he doesn't buy Twitter. <sighs> Great. <laughs> Can't wait to not join it. I won't be on it. That'll really show him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I mean, I feel like. What's wild to me is that he wants everyone to know this bid for Twitter is all about free speech, which just sounds like grandstanding. He swears it's not about the money. (laughs) In fact, he says he actually doesn't care about that at all. It's like, okay, then give away your billions to all these people that have literally nothing, but okay. Mm. I mean, it's easy to not care about money when you have literally (laughs) endless amounts of it. Yeah. He's currently worth about $259 billion, which is too much. That's ridiculous. Yeah. We're like, listen, we don't care as much about how tweets are promoted, but could you help with the student loan crisis? Maybe. (laughs) He's like, no, we got to talk about these tweets and what's happening here. Yeah. This is where the real problem is in the world. Uh Uh-huh. So in his TED conference interview, he says his offer to buy Twitter is not a way to make money. And when he was asked how he'd get the funding— for $40 billion buyout, but he said, I got it right here. I'm just kidding. He said, I could technically afford it. No shit. We know that. Who, who asked this question? I, that's what I want to know. Is A little kid? The person who asked it <laughs> <laughs> reporting to their fifth grade class. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Musk, how can you afford $40 billion? Oh, like, that's not what I was taught in Monopoly. Yeah. Um, So uh, there's no guarantee that Elon's bid will even be accepted. Twitter did say they were considering his unsolicited (laughs) offer and would have to carefully review it to decide what's in the best interest of the company. But some people feel like Elon's holding the company hostage with his offer Mm. because he says that he's going to pull out a shareholder if they don't (laughs) take it, which is just such a classic mature response. Like, I don't get what I want. Well, then we're all going to suffer. Yeah. Um, And he's bought almost $3 billion worth of Twitter shares just this past Monday, which gives him a 9.2% stake in the company. Well, you know, this is what happened with Tesla. Like, he he didn't start Tesla. Mm -hmm. He, like, pushed the other people out. Mm -hmm. What a lovely gentleman. Yeah, he's a pusher, just like Katie's teacher. I'm a pusher, Katie. (laughs) Mean girls, anyone? Uh, Yeah. No? Love it. Okay. 
didn't remember it, but I do now. That that <laughs> quote, not the movie, obviously. Um, so, so in his letter to Twitter board chair Brett Taylor, Elon says if his offer isn't accepted, he'll need to reconsider his position as a shareholder. And he promises it's not a threat. Sure sounds like one, though. I mean, is anyone else getting, like, little dick energy from this? Every day. If you don't give me what I want, I'll have to reconsider where I stand. Like, okay. Is this the first time he's given off little dick energy for you? (sighs) No, but I don't usually pay attention to what he's talking about because I'm not a big fan of robots. True. That's, yeah, that's a good point. Um, So Elon says, it's simply not a good investment without the changes that need to be made. And he says, Twitter needs to be transformed as a private company. He did admit that he wasn't sure if his offer would be accepted, but he says he has a plan B if not. But he did not (laughs) give any details to what that would be. And I just assume it's probably like total domination. I assumed it was getting to his rocket and shooting off to the moon because he's pissed. Yeah. You know how kids like go to their room when they're upset? They like stamp up the stairs. Yes. He'd stamp to his rocket. He slams the rocket door. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Puts it in full throttle and to the moon. It's like, I don't want dinner then. Exactly. (laughs) I'll eat this dehydrated food. (laughs) So even though Elon wants Twitter so much that he's making literal threats over it, apparently buying it may not fulfill his free speech fantasies. It's possible it could actually make it more difficult for him because of his other businesses. Owning Twitter could end up being a massive conflict of interest, which Mm. obviously, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's currently under an ongoing agreement that limits how much he can tweet about Tesla. So yeah, this just seems like a long con so he can tweet more about Tesla. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. So Elon's involvement in multiple industries like cars, space travel, telecommunications, Mm. would give regulators and politicians more leverage to pressure Twitter. Yeah, like this is actually what is used against companies like Apple, who has to comply with Chinese censorship and surveillance requests so that they don't lose access to the huge market that's needed to make its products because like everything's made, I guess, for Apple in China. (laughs) I'm shocked. That shocks me to my core. Yeah, I truly shook (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) So... A Twitter employee actually agreed to speak with Time Magazine anonymously, and they said (laughs) that Elon's desire to protect free speech on the platform is naive. Mm -hmm. They said, if you look historically, there have been a lot of platforms founded on this free speech principle, but the reality is that either it becomes a cesspool that people don't want to use, or they realize that there is actually the need for some level of moderation. And people were like, was that 140 characters? <laughs> what happened to that limit? I think it's 160 now. So a little more speech <laughs> is allowed on Twitter now. I just, I don't, I don't know. Like, I get so tired of all these insanely rich white men yeah. just playing with our lives like this. I'll tell you what I'm sick of. People talking about free speech. Mm-hmm. So many people don't even know what they're talking about. Oh, yeah. If you go on my Facebook, everyone, like the second you say one thing that says you can't say this, they're like, free speech, this is what the Constitution said I could have. And it's like, did it? You can say whatever you want. I don't think the Constitution was talking about what you ate for breakfast <laughs> this morning. Calm down. <laughs> well, the government doesn't want people to know. That's true. They just don't. Nope. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. If you like our show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. And be sure to tell your friends. Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Our bop and theme song is by Gems. <laughs> 
Michaela Myers is our senior producer and Liam Garrow is our senior editor. Joshua J. Ha Chang is our associate producer and Joe Richardson is our sound engineer. Executive producers are Tina Rubio and Marshall Louie for Wondery. Have a great weekend, Richies. See you Monday. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.